Welcome to Making It Count, a podcast that provides practical financial advice for every stage of life. I'm Christina. And I'm Randy. And we're not financial experts. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) No, we're just like you, aka doing our best to reach financial success and trying not to stumble along the way. And we're making it happen thanks to all the help from our Money Smart friends. That's right. So stay tuned for fun guest interviews, listener-submitted Q&As, and plenty of our own money experiences. The more embarrassing, the better, right? You say embarrassing, I say educationally entertaining. Whether you're working to make the most of your paycheck or ready to up your investment game, we've been there and done that. And we still have more to learn. So together, let's make make it count. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Making It Count. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be rewinding back to another fan favorite miniseries, Money Taboos. <gasps> and today's taboo is a doozy. Mm-hmm. Today's episode, we're diving into the I word. The I word. I word. In- interest? Nope. Inflation. Bum, dun, bum, dun, bum. Dun. Cue the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a doozy. It it is. It does sound like a doozy. But I mean, it's something that affects all of us. Recently, there was an article on AP News. Last year in 2022, the average inflation rate was around 8% and reached a peak of 9.1%, which is the highest it's been in 40 years. Whoa. I wasn't even around then. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Randy. Well, luckily, inflation rates have dropped since then. But however, I know, thank goodness, goodness. it doesn't mean that we shouldn't stay prepared because that can always change. So that's why today we are talking about financial strategies to beat inflation. Thank goodness. I need some ideas. Mm -hmm. So Christina, what's the craziest price increase that you've seen so far? Well, you know, earlier in the season, it was eggs. We are having that egg, egg, yeah, eggs. I'm going to say, because I don't do the grocery shopping. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know, that is not my responsibility. I'm going to do the opposite. Eating out is so incredibly expensive right now. Just going to lunch is like a $15 ordeal. Like it's so expensive. 15, that's not bad. <laughs> 15's not bad. Really? Then that's well, really crazy. Maybe inflation has affected me so much that it doesn't sound as bad anymore. No, that's a lot. I, I, yeah. I, okay, I guess what about you're right. you, Randy? What What is the, besides I mean, eggs? Up until recently, I, I always thought traveling was a big expense. But oh. luckily, we've had those those few episodes recently where yeah. we have ideas to to combat that. But uh, I really think gas gas is super yeah. high right now. That's true. I mean, I'm, I, I've been thinking about taking my bike to work. Oh. Yeah, I live like maybe 10 miles from the office. You could totally, except with all the rain now. Yeah. That would the, be. And the sweating. And the sweating, yeah. I mean, true. It's funny. I totally did the old lady thing where I'm like, back in my day, gas cost 99 cents. And the kids were like, <laughs> okay, okay, mom. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely say that gas is way up there. Yeah. But luckily for us, as you all know, we have so many money smart friends and they are going to leave us with the knowledge that will help us stay ahead and away from inflation. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to learn about all the strategies that will keep us prepared. And today we have Miriam Mitchell joining us. She's the chief lending officer at Edition Financial. Miriam, thank you so much for joining us. We are so ready to learn from you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. 
Miriam is also a first time are on the podcast. <laughs> 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 Cue the explosions. <laughs> first celebration. First time, long time, right? Fireworks. <laughs> we are so happy to have you. And while this topic is an important one, which you know very well, so let's just dive right in. And I'm going to ask the first question. So let's lay down some groundwork first. Can you explain a little bit about what is inflation and how does it affect your members? Sure. So inflation is when the prices on everyday goods and services increase and the consumer's purchasing power goes down. So it's simply ongoing increases in the level of prices for everyday goods. So, Christina, you talked a lot about eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. A few years ago, we were paying less than $2 a dozen for eggs. Those Today, are the days. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. <good> old days. <laughs> Back in our day. <laughs> But today, those eggs are going to cost you $4. I mean, that is what inflation is. It's just the increase in the price of things that we purchase every day. And so it's not just the cost of groceries that have gone up. You mentioned gas. We talked a little bit about travel. But also, interest rates are continuing to rise. Mm. So as the Fed continues to raise interest rates, that's in an attempt to actually reduce inflation. So Mm. not only are the things that you're buying more expensive, but it's now more expensive to finance those things. So if you're going to go and buy a car, you're going to pay a lot more for the price of the car, as well as a lot more for the loan that you're getting to finance the car. So they're trying to slow down how much money we spend? Yes. So consumers are spending a lot of money, and that's why interest rates are rising in an attempt to actually kind of cool down what people are spending. Mm. So, you know, there was a lot of money given through stimulus checks Mm. throughout the COVID time period, and people had pent up demand. So over the last couple of years, we've seen a substantial amount of spending. And so the only way to reduce inflation is to slow spending down. Mm. Dang, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes sense when you put it that way. When I want to cut my spending, I just put my credit card in a block of ice in the freezer. <laughs> you do not. Do you really? I no, have, of course uh, not. I, I have, have Apple Pay. Like You can do anything with your phone now. I have heard that before. People put it in a, a Ziploc bag Ziploc full of bags, water. Yeah. Put it in the freezer. Yeah. So Miriam, I know when I think of inflation, the first thing I'm always going to be considering is how it affects my personal finances. So how does inflation impact different aspects of personal finance, like like savings, investments, retirement? Yeah. So ultimately, it affects your purchasing power. So to put it simply, it reduces your purchasing power. So if you only have $100 to spend every week on groceries, for example, and the price of groceries goes up, obviously, you're going to be able to buy less than you were mm-hmm. able to buy the previous mm-hmm. week. So that that's a very simple example. But inflation is also tied into the cost of living. So the higher the cost of goods and services that are necessary for everyday life, such as gasoline, food, shelter, automobiles, the more stress it's going to put on consumers to make decisions about which needs are most important. So this is often where you hear about people having to make the the decision whether to make their car payment or to, you know, pay the electric bill or to buy groceries for their family. And then over time, what happens is consumers may have to actually start taking money from their investments and their savings just to cover daily living expenses. And ultimately, retirement planning takes a back seat because if you are not able to pay for the things today, you're definitely not thinking about, you know, saving for 20 or 30 or 40 years from now. Yeah, it can get a little scary sometimes thinking about those types of purchases. So you really Mm -hmm. have to be paying attention to what's coming out of your pocket, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and retirement savings is my number one priority. 
What about the eggs that you have that, to buy? I mean, yes, but like, it's funny because I'm like, eh, kids can get scholarships and uh, loans. I can get a loan for my retirement. So <laughs> that's what scares me is not being able to retire when I want to retire. So now that we have a little background, you've given us a really great base for how inflation may affect us. But what are some common financial strategies that we as individuals can practice to combat the effects of inflation? Yeah, so really just looking at the type of assets that you decide to invest in. So having a diversified portfolio. So there are a lot of tools that can help you, you know, decide what type of investments to put your money in. You know, target date funds is one example. This fund uses a target date to determine the risk of the investment. So it helps you, you know, align your your investment with your level of risk that you're willing to take. Also just looking at other industries. So, you know, not putting all of your money into just real estate or just tech. Also, you know, looking for investments that tend to outpace inflation. So some examples would be a good mix of getting some stocks and bonds and then maybe, you know, adding in some real estate or everyday commodities like electricity, oil, that type of thing. And then also, you know, just looking at deposit rates, you know, you're seeing many financial institutions right now are offering very lucrative deposit rates on money markets or certificates of deposit. So if your money's just sitting in a regular savings account, you know, making sure that you're actually putting your money where it's going to earn you the most so that you can actually get a better, better deal for your buck. Yeah. Miriam, you're going to be so proud of me. I did my first CD ever. Yay, that's awesome. Wow, look at you go. It was just too good. Like the rates right now are so good on savings and it was just, it's not a lot of money, but I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I did a big girl thing. I got a CD for the first time. And that's a great way to save, you know, it's and you don't have to put a lot of money into it, just whatever you're able to. And then you're able to earn that little bit of extra interest on that money. And it it allows your money to go a little bit further, you know, and pay for more when prices are higher. It's for more vacation. The first time I started learning about what CDs were, I thought people were crazy because I have Spotify. I don't need (laughs) I don't need any CDs. And then I finally did the research. So if you're out there and you don't know about CDs, go look it up. It's more than just a music thing. It's more than your Backstreet Boys greatest hit CDs that Listen, I used to NSYNC rock in my car. Listen, is coming back. That's and true. That's way more important. Taylor right Swift now. is really excited about that too. Yeah, her and uh, what's his name, Travis, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam's on it. <laughs> oh man! So now that we've talked about some of the strategies to help you against inflation, are there any financial factors people should stay clear of during a high time of inflation? Yeah, so I would suggest don't dabble in anything that you're not completely familiar with. So an example would be cryptocurrency. Many people are jumping on the crypto bandwagon and some people are making money doing that, but it's also very easy to lose your investment if you don't understand how it works. Also, just being mindful of your debt, paying attention to what you're spending your money on. I always recommend to create a budget and try to stick to it. If you have extra money, try to allocate that towards your higher interest rate credit cards or loans to try to get them paid down quicker. And if you are paying a really high interest rate on a credit card or a loan, look to see if there's any opportunities where you could refinance that and actually save some money, you know, to have more go towards principal as opposed to interest. It's a good point. You know, we had a, an episode about this we not did. too long ago. Yeah. Debt consolidation. Mm-hmm. So shout Learned out to us. Yeah. <laughs> did I'm, you just pack? I'm patting pack. myself on the back. Those of you that can't see me. So go smash that subscribe button and go find that that episode. Very, very 
Thank you for the assist, Mary. Yeah, of course, anytime. <laughs> okay, so aside from investing, which you just mentioned, what are some other strategies that you would recommend? So I always recommend to pay yourself first. So for example, set up just a set amount from each paycheck that you could direct deposit into that high yield money market or a savings account. And that way you never miss it because it never actually goes into your checking account. And then over time, as you get pay raises, take some of that and actually allocate it towards the savings as well. So, you know, if you're going to get 5%, try to take 2% or 2.5% and put it into some type of savings account. So you'll recognize the increase in pay, but you won't miss what you're actually setting aside. Hmm. And then, like I mentioned, shopping interest rates is really important. Looking for sales, using coupons to purchase everyday items. I mean, I know that's oh, kind of yes. old school, but those small habits can lead to big savings. We need a couponing episode. <gasps> Oh, Nicole, producer Nicole, couponing episode. I am okay. I don't know about you two, but I always, if I'm at Target, I am scanning everything to see if there's any secret. With the the app? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Target, Target Circle. Yes. Yes. Oh, my wife uses the Circle app. I don't know. You can can, scan things in the app. I will fill up my buggy with, of course, is this Target? My buggy. I don't know. The shopping cart? We're back I to the, the old lady. back in my day. <laughs> we, use, we use the buggies at Target. <laughs> you, I've scanned every single thing, and you find all these discounts that are not advertised everywhere. That is, so. write that down, Nicole. Oh, she's got it. We've got we're it. On it. Couponing that next season. We'll soon. do. We'll, we'll we'll ask you back, Miriam. Yes, we'll talk Miriam about will be back about coupons. And to your point, you don't even have to have a physical coupon anymore. You no. can, all these apps, right? Yeah. You Publix does it, Target does it. You can no get more app, clipping, on no more Amazon even. Exactly. Yeah. My friend does Rakuten, where Rakuten? like you do it and you get like money back when you use. Oh, Nicole, producer Nicole is Rakuten. like, yes. <laughs> All right, we got it. We're Sounds right. like something you take when you have a cold. <laughs> Rakuten. <laughs> the doctor prescribed me Rakuten. Do not use if you're handling heavy equipment. Rakuten. Um, so, so Miriam, are there any uh, tools or resources available that we can help monitor and track inflation rates to make informed financial decisions? So there's a lot of great information out on the internet where you can just track inflation. You can read about what inflation is. But I always recommend talking to your financial advisor or even your local credit union because they can really help guide you when it comes to budgeting and managing your money. There are also a lot of apps out there that are free or very low cost that will help you, the consumer with budgeting. And if you don't have a smartphone and you don't like to, you know, get on the internet, an old-fashioned Excel spreadsheet will do the trick for actually managing your money. Yeah, for those uh, that like to push their buggy around exactly. with their physical coupons. <laughs> Dang, the shade on my side. <laughs> but understanding your budget is the first step to making informed financial decisions. What was it when we learned on another podcast? If you don't know where your money is going, how do you tell it where to go? Or something like, I don't know. It was Confucius. way more clever. We're going to have to, look, we're gonna have to, re- we're gonna have to listen to all these yeah, sessions but again. That's so true. All yeah. about budgeting. All right, Miriam, thank you so much. We are going to now switch gears to our Making It Count Essentials, and it's rapid fire. So you ready, Miriam, for some rapid fire questions? I'm ready for rapid fire. Oh, man, yes. Randy, let's go. <laughs> Cue the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> so many sound effects. Yes. Sa- Look what you to, got out of us, we Miriam. Need, we need a lot I'm of loving effects. the energy. <laughs> <laughs> so Miriam, how, how much does inflation increase household spending? Anywhere from $700 to $1,000 per month. Ooh. That is a lot of moolah. A lot, yes. Man. Okay, Miriam, what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about inflation? 
I think the biggest misconception is that people think that one political party is to blame for inflation. Mm. So in your opinion, Miriam, what is the best thing someone can do to help them navigate through inflation? Pay attention to prices. Try to shop at discount stores. We have a lot of great ones, you know, Mm -hmm. Aldi, Walmart, you know, don't always just go into the highest price store to get your groceries or your clothes or whatever. Target. Target. Yeah, Target. (laughs) I use the server app. Uh And try to save money and don't take out unnecessary debt. Okay, Miriam, I'm throwing a new one in here. How has inflation impacted you personally? Like, what have you seen that has really affected you and your family? Yeah, so I um, have a son that he just turned 16 about two months ago. And so we found ourselves having to buy a vehicle. Oh. Um, And my husband and I both have our cars. They're paid for. We haven't had a car loan on either of our vehicles. And so when we went shopping for a car, we realized that prices had went up significantly. And Mm. I'm in the lending business. You know. um, So I know. But... You know, when I started looking at the car payment with higher interest rates, I was just shocked because the last time I had a car payment, I paid 2%. And now oh, we have man. we have a, yeah, we have an auto loan now at almost 6%, you Ooh. know, that we had to finance. Yeah. And so for us, for our family, that was a big eye opener just because it was a large purchase that we had to finance and it really it hit our budget. And you had to do it. We had That's to do it. Exactly. You, yes. There's no way of avoiding people that like have to move. And right. like, I just, uh, there's I, a lot of expenses. You have to be very careful. Yes. With, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But and I mean, it, did, did you try scanning the target circle? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work. It, 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 for some reason, they weren't willing to give me a discount. Didn't budge, didn't budge on that. Doesn't work everywhere. Doesn't work everywhere. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm glad that he ended up in a good situation. Yes. Yeah. So So he he um, got that figured out. So to wrap it up, Miriam, what are some of your go to budgeting tips that you can relate to our listeners? So like I said, obviously monitor where your money is going, but there are simple everyday things that we can do to save some extra money. I know we talked about eating out earlier. So $15 for lunch, if you're doing that every day. That ends up to be a decent amount of money over a month's time period. You know, if you're buying Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts every morning for your coffee, That's you know, like try six bucks. Yeah, make your coffee at home. It's I mean, way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, K-cup. those K cup <laughs> all the way. <laughs> those simple changes just by you know bringing your lunch or making your coffee at home could literally add up to hundreds of dollars a month that you're not spending out, and it, it'll actually really help your budget. Some good advice. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us and giving us all these helpful tips. I know I took a lot of notes. Christina, I think you wrote some stuff down too. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. It was so informative. I have so many notes. So now, Miriam, we're going to hand it to you so you can tell the listeners how they can connect with you or to Addition Financial Credit Union. How can they get more information? Yeah, so you can find Addition Financial Credit Union at additionfi.com. You can find me on LinkedIn as well as at Addition Financial's headquarters. And Miriam has a very active LinkedIn page. I am luckily connected to her. So yes, definitely hook her up there. Good plan. Thank you so much, Miriam. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right, Randy. I think you know what time it is. Yes. What What did did we we learn learn today? today? Christina, that was such an informative episode. I think I need like another box of pens because I wrote down (laughs) a lot of information. But I do feel more prepared about how to navigate inflation. You know, there's a lot of scary things out there in the world, and you have to be prepared for every financial decision that your family is going to eventually have to make. Yep. But the biggest thing for me that stood out 
is when you're thinking about your investment strategy for your future, for your retirement, making sure not to put all the eggs in one basket. A lot of egg references today. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do love myself some eggs. And now I'm, I'm going to go scan the Target Circle <laughs> app and see if the eggs aren't going to be <laughs> a little less than that. But yeah, you know, you got to find things like stocks, bonds, real estate, electricity. You got to find risks that are more diversified, mm-hmm. not just all the eggs in one basket. Yep, definitely. I've also learned a lot. And I, Miriam pointed out some things that we've heard a couple of times, but it's so great to hear it again, like paying yourself first. I that I'm a huge proponent of that. But when you're dealing with inflation and you don't have a lot of, you know, your money goes less, like she said, that we have a lowering purchase power. That's almost like the last thing you think about, like yeah. paying yourself first, but you have to continue doing that and keep putting money aside and being diligent. A little can go a long way. So I think that, that that's like usually what I think the first thing people stop doing. But yeah, making sure that... Got to take I, care of yourself. Yeah, that's so true. Agreed. So now it's time for this episode's resource to help listeners make it count. Christina, what do you got? Oh, I love this one. Today's resource is Edition Financial's investment vocabulary sheet and quiz. So they give you the vocab and then the quiz. Wow. We've talked a lot about investing today. And for some of our listeners, that alone may be taboo. So this vocabulary will help keep you in track. And it's the perfect resource to help you stay on top of your investment knowledge. Love it. Mm-hmm. As always, you can grab that resource at the link in our show notes, courtesy of producers Lauren and Nicole. Thank you to all of our listeners for joining today. And we'll see you next time on Making, Making It Count. And that's a wrap on this episode of Making It Count. Thanks so much for joining us today. You can find our show notes in this episode's description. Be sure to subscribe or follow to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And don't forget to rate or review us on your favorite podcast app. And do you have your own burning financial questions? Send them our way at podcast at editionfi.com and we'll feature them on a show. Miss us already? Don't worry. We'll be back soon with another episode of Making, Making It Count. Count.